Hey, it's the Prep Huddle, yo. Jeff Johnson here with uh, KJ Pilcher and Jeff Linder to talk some prep football. We're going to look back from, uh, from, what is it, week, officially week one, right? Last week was officially week one. Uh, kind of look ahead at week two and maybe uh, touch on a couple other things. Boys, how's it going? Um, let's just dive right in, man. How about uh, you guys want to talk either about your games or uh, just maybe some overall thoughts? Um, what? Why don't you dive in first, uh, JJ? You had the, you know, the the big scene, and and uh, I would say a big upset. Uh, you know, you kind of had the game, the the statement game of the week. Why don't you go ahead and talk to us about uh, the clash at Kinnick? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, Liberty, nice, impressive win over Iowa City High. Um, the Lightning look uh, look like a good football team, boys. Um, you know, in Class Four A, really, I thought kind of I don't know if dominated would be the proper term because the yardage was real close but the yardage was real close because City High in on a couple of 80 plus yard um, plays touchdown plays so um, yeah I don't know that many people uh, out, especially outside of Liberty thought that that uh, you know Liberty could um, you know win this game uh, you know I'm maybe even not compete in this game but you know, Graham Beckman was great at quarterback, four total touchdowns, um, three passing, one rushing. Um, just uh, they were the better team on this night. And, boy, James Harris, we talked about it yesterday, boys, just amongst ourselves was, you know, he got the job done down in Washington, Iowa, and this is year two for him at Liberty and um, really looks to have his, his program, his system installed and uh, look like a pretty dangerous club, you know, going here in 4A and – good opportunity for to see what city I has, uh, you know, internally, I guess, kind of bounce it back from, from an unexpected loss here in, in week two, um, should get that done tomorrow night, Friday night, I guess we're taping this on Wednesday. Um, you know, playing, playing the Cedar Rapids Jefferson team that's down, but you know, between 10 and 11,000 people at Kinnick and, uh, you know, that's, that's quite in a community event. Um, probably a little more than what I thought, honestly, I thought maybe if they could, they could get eight or so in there, that would be a tremendous crowd. But man, that side, the one side where everybody was allowed to sit was, uh, was pretty full, uh, you know, 10,000 people or, uh, at least 10,000 people. I don't know that I ever got an official crowd count, but you know, something that maybe now, uh, kind of shows that, uh, uh, Iowa, that, you know, this works and maybe give Iowa city West uh, and somebody else a chance sometime huh, boys. What do you think? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think, uh, I think it works. Uh, you know, may, maybe it's a deal where it's going to have to be a week one game just because uh, the Hawkeyes take over, you know, and the following week and all that. But uh, yeah, uh, from what I saw, you know, especially from you, Look like a, a super success. Be nice, maybe to get uh, a, a Cedar Rapids team, maybe down or, or somebody from around Iowa City. I don't know. What do you think, KJ? Yeah, uh, you can keep it within the the Johnson County area. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a great, it's a big deal and all. Um, doesn't really move my needle too much, but 
I know it's uh, great for the teams and the programs and the kids, which is all that really matters. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to extend it out to maybe a Regina West Branch kind of deal or, uh, you know, Iowa City West and and uh, a Solon or, or bring Clear Creek Amana in uh, again against somebody. Uh, Clear Creek Amana Liberty. Um, you know, that's a pretty good rivalry and it would be kind of neat. But yeah, you could you could uh, tinker with the matchups to, to give other people uh, an opportunity. That'd be cool. What else stuck out on, on week one for you guys? Um, or you just want to talk about where you – yeah, KJ, you had a game Thursday and a game Friday. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit about either or both of those. Uh, well, I opened up with uh, Kennedy and uh, Iowa City West um, on Thursday. Uh, I tell you, that was uh, uh, an enjoyable game. Um, you know, I, I think we've, we see between uh, Iowa City West and Iowa City Liberty, those were two teams I think last week we mentioned uh, could be – teams that make kind of a jump from a year ago. Um, and even though they both had uh, uh, kind of opposite results, um, Kennedy uh, pulled out a 28-19 win uh, against West, but I think both of them are, uh, both Liberty and West are exactly what we thought they could be, um, uh, much improved teams. Uh, Kennedy, uh, you know, it's the same style of of uh, Kennedy team that you're uh, that you're kind of used to. Um, you know they uh, relied on Trevor Scott quite a bit. Um, you know I think he carried the ball 30, uh, 30 plus times, um, more than twenty times in the second half. Um, had well over a hundred yards and and they really kind of pounded the ball late. Um, West pulled within uh, two points. I think it was twenty-one nineteen uh, after the first play in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, third hookup between uh, Wallace and Janice. I tell you what, guys, that's going to be a, a passing combination that's going to cause a lot of teams fits, especially if they let uh, Janice off the line um, free. Uh, Wallace is. Uh, hit him in stride three times um, for three big touchdown passes. And, um, you know, but the thing that Kennedy did is after that third touchdown pass, they just ground the ball um, in the clock. You know, uh, they put together, I, I want to say it was like a 72 or 73-yard drive, uh, maybe like 11 or or so plays. Um melted about five plus minutes off the clock and that really sealed it. They, uh, they ended up with a touchdown. Uh, the one thing that I think that makes this Kennedy team a little bit different than maybe the last couple of years, um, the sophomore quarterback, uh, uh, Vinny Gianforte, uh, I tell you what, he, he looked good. Um, I think he gives them a, another, uh, dynamic offensively. I don't know if they've ne necessarily been a real strong passing team here uh, recently, but uh, you know you you have the same uh, style of defense. They're going to be aggressive and attack, and and they did that against Iowa City West. 
pressuring Wallace a lot. Um, you know, but uh, I, I think they're going to be a little bit more uh, uh, versatile offensively uh, with Gianforte at, at quarterback, and they've proven they can run the ball. So it'll be interesting to see Kennedy grow, um, see how West, uh, West does up front. Um, you know, uh, defensively, Honore really stuck out uh, uh, for West um, Thursday night. Um, but a good game overall. Kennedy is Kennedy, and, and West is much improved. And then not really too much to say from Friday night's game at Kingston between Jefferson and Washington. Washington won big, uh, kind of what you expected. And, um, you know, not, not real uh, competitive there. Uh, Jefferson's got a lot of work to do. Uh, I know Mo Blue wasn't real excited um, about some of the, the sloppiness that Washington had, and they're going to need to clean clean up against Marion. But, uh, you know, they've got a nice little running back tandem uh, with Watts McBride and Alex Taylor. Uh, I think McBride's a little bit more of a playmate, you know, speed, speedier, quicker uh, playmaker. Alex Taylor. Uh, I think a little more physical, but uh, had a couple really nice plays, one on a screen pass and another on a run. Um, they're a really good combo. They're, uh, they're balanced. They're, they're, they've got a platoon at quarterback, but I thought Malik Epps Keller, um, he's a sophomore for Washington. I thought he was a lot more effective. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how they divvy up the, the snaps here uh, against Marion, but, um, you know, kind of a hard gauge since Jefferson's down and, and stuff, but uh, Washington had, uh, uh, had moments where they looked really good. Jeff Linder, you saw a pretty darn good football team Friday night um, in Williamsburg and, you know, maybe just tell us a little bit about what you saw, a really impressive win over Iowa City Regina, and now, uh, Van, excuse me, Van Meter this week, uh, you know, to, you know, talk a little bit about the the Raiders and uh, past and, and uh, you know, future here, I guess. You think I'll tell you, they played some defense, and we talked a little bit preseason about their speed. Uh you know they're they're fast. They're uh, like I said, they're they're nasty. They just they're all over the place. Uh, you know, Regina's a fine ball club. They're going to win a lot of games, but uh, Williamsburg was just at a whole different level. Uh, I think Regina, if I remember correctly, had 19 yards of total offense, uh, minus 35 on the ground. A lot of that was because of a bad snap that uh, cost them 32 yards. But take that away, even, and that's that's still minus yards on the ground throughout the game um you know Regina's lines have a ways to go I'm sure they'll get there but uh Williamsburg is very good uh especially defensively they've got some things to iron out on offense uh but uh Owen Douglas uh three and a half tackles for loss yeah Dorman had two sacks and uh they were uh, they were in the Regina backfield repeatedly how is our little sprinter uh, center, how do you look? Nose guard. That, that's what yeah, your nose guard. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, he's fast. Uh, he he's kind of one of the the leaders of that defense. Uh, Derek Weiskopf. You know, we've talked about him. Uh, the Iowa recruit. He had two interceptions. 
uh, yeah, uh, they've got uh, they, they've got a really good defense, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they uh, to see them go over to Van Meter and and end uh, a long, long regular season winning streak. We've got. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head here. The rest of the Metro, uh, Pleasant Valley, and impressive win over Cedar Rapids Prairie. Um, Linmar was a big winner over Muscatine. Uh, Marion was uh, defeated, shut out by Clear Creek and Mana. Um, is that hitting everybody? Did I forget one in there? I don't think so. Did I? Xavier. Did we get Xavier? Oh, Xavier. Yeah, Xavier with a uh, what was it? Twenty-eight seven. I think it ended up uh, win over what at Western Dubuque. I think it was so, 31-14. 31-14. Hey, that was close. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Um, anything stick out there or anything uh, uh, of the other games in the area that, that re or really in the state, um, you know, I guess that uh, that stuck out to you. We knew Thursday night there was a huge game last week, and Council Bluffs Lewis Central uh, rallied real late, I think recovered an onside kick and drove down and scored to uh, to beat Harlan in the battle of number ones there in four A and three A, but was there anything else that stuck out to either one of you guys, uh, either in the metro or the area or the state? I think everything in the metro went pretty much as expected. Uh, I don't think there was really any surprise, and I think everybody kind of was who they thought we'd be at, after one week. Yeah, not, not too much, not too much in the area. Um, you know, the Albernet went over North Lynn. Uh, you know, I, I think we thought that would be a competitive game. Um, and, you know, uh, I think one of you two thought uh, Albernet certainly would come out with a win there. Um, one of the ones that kind of caught me by surprise, maybe because I was really high on Webster city was humble shutting them out 10, nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, that I know, I know other guys in the, uh, in our poll, um, had humble pretty high. Um, anyway, but, uh, I, I was just really high on Webster city and to see, uh, humble come away with a, win uh, a shutout to, um, surprise me. And then, uh, one of the other ones, uh, Lamar's beating Sergeant Bluff Luton. Um, I, you know, thought Sergeant Bluff Luton would be a pretty strong team this year, and uh, uh, they came. Lamar's came away with a seventeen fourteen victory, so mm -hmm. that kind of caught me by surprise. I would say the one that surprised me the most in our area was probably Cascade over Monticello. Um, I think we, everybody was really high on on Monty, and uh, um, you know, Cascade. Uh, you know, just flat out beat them. It looks like so. Uh, it sounds like that's not a a terribly deep team from Cascade, but uh, they're high. You know, their first stringers or whatever must be must be pretty solid. Quality over quantity, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of looking ahead here, guys. Uh, if if you want to now to to week two, <clears throat> we don't have anything going in the area. Um, tomorrow or yeah, tomorrow night again. We're taping this on Thursday. Uh, I think there's three games: one out in Sioux City, one down in in the Davenport area, and then uh, GMG and and Collins Maxwell are playing an eight man game at uh, in Garwin tomorrow night. So, uh, but that's our Thursday slate, and then uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Hopefully, I can't even say it. You understand. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, 
you know, kind of looking ahead here to to uh, to Friday night. Um, you know, anything that that sticks out to you? Uh, you know, why don't we start with the games that that we're all uh, going to be at, Jeff? Uh, <clears throat> you mentioned you know Williamsburg and Van Meter is one, but uh, where are you going to be Friday night? You know, uh, tell us, kind of give us a little bit of a preview. Yeah, um, I'm going to make my first uh, visit to the football stadium at Iowa City Liberty. My first time in North Liberty for football. Um, looking forward to that. That uh, becomes a really uh, important game. Uh, Linmar uh, 1-0. Uh, they did what they we thought they would do against Muscatine. Uh, Liberty, I think, surprised all of us in beating City High. And uh, that's uh, that becomes a really, really attractive game. And uh, uh I covered uh, Keaton Roskup from uh, from Linmar in track. He was a uh, um, he was a really good hurdler and a good thrower as well, which is kind of a you know different kind of combination. But uh, the other night he had three catches for three touchdowns, and 116 yards, and we'll see if uh, you know what kind of explosiveness he uh, he and the Lions can muster against the Lightning. KJ, I believe you got. Uh... Xavier and West Delaware, is that accurate? Yep, that'll be at Saints Field. Uh, Xavier coming off the 31-14 win over Western Dubuque. Uh, I think uh, Lindy um, mentioned in his capsules that he has at uh, thegazette.com. Uh, if you guys want to check, people want to check that out uh, um, over at the Gazette website um, to see kind of uh, uh, snapshots of the games coming up. Um, please do. Uh, but uh, Xavier got down seven nothing, um, outscored Western Dubuque thirty one seven the rest of the way. Uh, Ronan Thomas, um, I wasn't necessarily sure who the quarterback at Xavier would be, but uh, Thomas uh, uh, stepped in. Uh, there might be some injuries there that uh, uh, played a factor, but uh, Ronan Thomas threw for one hundred thirty nine yards and three touchdowns. Uh, 74 yards and two of those scores were to Aiden McDermott, who I think we all knew uh, was a big playmaker for Xavier coming back. And of course, he uh, he had a game uh, there, uh, but Xavier was really balanced. Uh, 139 yards passing and then 142 rushing, um, led by Michael Cunningham, who's back. Uh, he had 88 yards and a score. Um, so. Uh, uh, Xavier, uh, you know, show, showing a lot of balance there offensively. Um, you know, West Delaware coming off a, a loss to uh, Dubuque Waller, I think surprised uh, a few of us, even though it was kind of one of my games to keep an eye on last week. Uh, Will Ward, uh, really, really good game for the Hawks. Uh, 130 yards rushing on 23 carries and two scores. Um, I think turnovers. Kind of plagued uh, West Delaware a little bit, and they're uh, they lost 31-14 uh, to Wallet last week. So it'll be interesting to see how West Delaware bounces back from that um, loss at Saints Field. Um, and of course, last year, uh, Lindy, I believe you were at West Delaware and Manchester um, for for this year for the game between these two that went down to the to the very end. I think maybe a, a late goal line stand. Mm -hmm. uh, allowed Xavier to come away with a victory, but uh, uh, we'll see if it's as exciting as uh, a year ago when Xavier won 
Yeah, I think uh, that was 23 to seven late. And uh, uh, West Delaware scored once and got the two and then scored again. And uh, Xavier stopped him on the two point conversion with just a few seconds left in that game. And that, that was uh, one of the best games I saw all season last year. That was a great game. Um, I'm going to meander out to Thomas Park on Friday. I haven't been there since uh, since the derecho took it out. <laughs> so uh, let's see, Marion and, and Cedar Rapids, Washington, KJ mentioned how Washington took care of Jefferson. Friday night, Marion was shut out by uh, by Clear Creek and Mana, which looks like it might have another good football team under under Coach Matt Hattie. And, the one thing I, in in that game, looking at the stats, uh, I think Alex Moda, uh, who's Iowa bound, as we all know, had only two catches in that game. So I don't know uh, if obviously I imagine that was CCA's uh, plan of attack defensively was to uh, defend him, and obviously did a pretty good job. So uh, you know we'll see if Marion can maybe get uh, the ball in the hands of of Moda a little bit more. We know he's a playmaker and. Uh, as KJ mentioned, looks like Washington's got a pretty solid defense and, and some skill guys to to work with. So, be interesting, uh, you know, to see how it goes out at uh, out at uh, Thomas Park on on Friday night, and uh, kind of looking around the rest of the Metro. Uh, Kennedy goes down to Bettendorf to play uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie and Dubuque Senior. Uh, and that'll be at Prairie, and and that'll be an interesting game, guys. You know, Prairie. Uh, was beaten handily, as we mentioned, by PV and, and Senior with a really impressive win over over Hempstead on Friday night, last Friday night. So uh, Hawks need to maybe get some things together uh, here pretty quickly. And Jefferson's at uh, host City High uh, on Friday night. And we talked a little bit about, um, you know, City High looking to, to rebound on that or, uh, you know, from that loss last week. And uh, anything else kind of catch your eye on North Lynn and, and East Buchanan, uh, that'll be at North Lynn. That's an interesting game to me. Um, Independence Clear Creek and looks, you know, kind of interesting to me. Uh, anything else just, just scrolling off the top here, guys, that, that kind of catches, kind of catches talk, your eye. Yeah. We talked about Mount Vernon soul and we talked about, uh, Williamsburg going out to, uh, uh, Van Meter. I, I think kind of a sneaky good game might be CPU at Benton Community. Um, looks like CPU's got a quarterback in a uh, kid named Jared uh, Coppendryer. Coppendryer. Hopefully, hopefully I uh, pronounced that right. Threw for 226 yards, two touchdowns, and ran for two more touchdowns. And uh, the pointers uh, went over Vinton Shellsburg last week. KJ, you've got some particulars on that on that Solon Mount Vernon uh, annual grudge match. 19 years Solon has won or 19 straight games. Yep, 19 straight games uh, in the series have gone to the Spartans. Uh, at the time of the streak, they were down uh, pretty big in the series. And now uh, Solon leads Mount Vernon 35-29 overall in the series. It started in 1962, um, and that's overall. They're 2-2 two and two in the playoffs against each other. Uh, Dave, uh, I know somebody asked about uh, kind of what the, the record in the series was um, and whether it uh, has been 19 straight. And, and thanks to Dave Ryan, our friend in Mount Vernon, um, a great uh, supporter of uh, Mount Vernon athletics and the community in general, uh, helped us out uh, by uh, finding out that information uh, as well in the series. So we'll see. 
I, I'm assuming someone extends that streak to, to number 20, but we'll see if uh, Mount Vernon can't put a stop to it and, and get number uh, 30 against the Spartans. Um, I jotted down a handful of games. Uh, and I'll just share a few that we haven't touched on already. Um, in 5A, uh, kind of looking at uh, West Des Moines Valley, Southeast Polk, um, and West Des Moines Dowling and Waukee Northwest. Uh, I believe uh, Dowling and Waukee Northwest are 0-1 teams against each other. So that's a pretty good matchup of uh, teams looking for their first win here out of the gate. Uh, in 4A, we mentioned Xavier and in, uh, Indy. And, of course, in 5A, we mentioned Lindmar Liberty. But in 4A, also uh, Lewis Central and uh, Carlisle play this week. Uh, Lewis Central coming off that win uh, against Harlan. And, of course, uh, Carlisle had a, a nice win uh, here last week. I can't remember who it was against off the top of my head. But um, that one stands out. Uh, uh, a 3A-2A matchup, uh, Waller and Assumption uh, play each other. Um, we'll see exactly where Waller stands, I guess, after that win against West Delaware. That'll be a good test. Um, we mentioned uh, Van Meter, Williamsburg, uh, West Lyon, and it's Esterville, Lincoln Central play each other. Um, West Lyon's coming off a loss, but uh, I think that'll be a pretty good game. And then uh, possibility with uh, uh, of a good game between West Marshall and Nevada um, as well. You know, West Branch is coming off a big win against uh, a Lisbon, where they were pretty dominant, 61-20, I believe. Um, I think Ty Hughes had a big game for, for West Branch, um, but they played Waterloo Columbus this week. So uh, that would be a pretty good game in 1A. You guys mentioned Northland and East Buck. Um, and then an eight-player, one that kind of stands out, Turkey Valley and Don Bosco. I think that could be a really uh, a fun, wild game um, on Friday. You talk yeah, how um, often is Don Bosco an underdog? Uh, they played that role pretty well last week against Eastern Valley. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> KJ, you mentioned uh, Ty Hughes had, uh, what, three touchdown passes, one touchdown rushing for West Branch. It's interesting that he uh, he was the starting quarterback at Liberty last year and, and transferred to uh, West Branch. And then that that kind of allowed, I guess, the, the Beckman kid to step in and be the quarterback for Liberty. Uh, and we all know what he did against City High on, on yeah. Friday night. So it's kind of worked out, it looks like, for, for both clubs. <laughs> well, what you know, and that's what you that's what you would hope or, you know, for situations like that, that if there's a change and somebody ends up somewhere else, that it ends up being a win-win, that the, the program they go to benefits and the program uh, that they, they left um, and the new person stepping in um, – thrives as well and it seems to uh at least in week one it seems to be the case so uh you know uh good for uh, west branch good for liberty yeah uh one other game kj i was looking at too sergeant bluff luton we mentioned uh kind of a surprise loser last week has uh central lion this week and central lion just took apart bhrv in week one so yeah. uh that might be one out there in in, in northwest iowa that uh, that could be interesting. Uh, just to kind keep of keep an eye on it. Yep. Uh, forgot about Iowa City West. Uh, they host Muscatine Friday night uh, with the extra day of preparation there and rest and 
Regina hosts uh, West Liberty uh, as well. So I think that takes care of all of our uh, Iowa City and and Cedar Rapids schools. And, um, you know, kind of moving forward here into week two. Uh, I was, uh, there was one thing that we were going to talk about guys. I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention too, congrats to, uh, Steve Milder out at West central 51st year of head coaching, uh, duties there. And last week, uh, the school officially announced it is naming the, uh, the football field after coach Milder, Steve Milder field. So, um, nice. and the blue devils are two and all, so, uh, good for them. And, game against Janesville this week. That's always pretty good. Uh, Janesville is one and one um, after dropping a game 52 to six to Halcona Garrigan uh, last Friday. So, uh, you know, maybe the Blue Devils have a chance. That was a nice week or a nice win for West Central over Lansing Key uh, Friday night, 46 to 46 to 32 um, in that eight man game and uh, caught up with BGM quarterback uh, Jacob Maurer. Uh, last night who only went off for 10 touchdowns in BGM 78 74 <laughs> win over Iowa Valley last Friday night. So, uh, so he stepped into Eddie Burgess's shoes there. Yes. The, <laughs> exactly. In sickle country. Uh, and you know, we all know how uh, high octane those, those games are, but uh, I guess anytime you get 10 touchdowns, that's, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Five touchdowns or five rushing and five passing. So uh, I guess that's about as split as you can get for that. So um, do you guys want to pick? Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing this, uh, what, survivor pool, right, Lindy? Is that what we're calling it, survivor pool? Yeah. Uh, everybody went 4-0 last week, correct? Or everybody yeah. got their uh, – got. we went 4-0, got their pick right. Yep, Nathan had uh, West Marshall over South Tama. KJ had Wash over Jeff. JJ had Indy over Makokata, and I went with Winmar over Muscatine. Nathan already put his, submitted his pick for this week. He went Xavier over West Delaware. And okay. I believe JJ already has his. You want to share yours, JJ, and then KJ can go and I'll uh, bring up the rear. Yep, there we go. We're all we're, uh you can't repeat the same class. You have to go through different class for the first. Uh, six weeks of this thing. So um, my pick is uh, city high over Jefferson. I'm going to get the, uh, the five a out of the Wii out of the way after having uh, what I guess three uh, a last week. So that's what I'm going with. KJ. All right. Well, I'm kind of torn between two now. I could either take uh, one that I think is kind of a slam dunk or one that I feel really good about. Uh, otherwise, I'm good. I was in 4A last week with Wash, so I'm dropping down. Um, I think I'm going to take the certainty in eight-man or near certainty. Uh, I'm going to go with BGM over Twin Cedars. All right. Let's see what Mr. Maurer does this week. Yeah, I <laughs> thought about taking Beckman over Anamosa, but I'll go with BGM and get eight-man out of the way here. Yeah, actually, I, I have Beckman Manamosa written down as mine, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Good choice. Uh, I thought about getting kind of funny and going uh, stolen over Mount Vernon, but you just never know. So I'm going to go Beckman over Anamosa. <laughs> oh, uh, anything else you boys want to talk about? We had a, uh, got a few questions uh, real okay. quick. Uh, let's see. 
Scott said, uh, what are the best, uh, still should be fierce one loss teams across the state, uh, teams that might have had a surprising week one loss, or I guess in my case, I would say teams that played a really good, really good opponent in week one. Um, I think there's a lot of them. Um, I guess, you know, obviously Harlan, I mean, that, that doesn't even really count. Uh, I, I think City High is going to be all right. Uh, I think Regina is going to be fine. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot, uh, you know, Dowling. Yeah, they'll, they'll be all right. Um, what, what do you guys think? Uh, if you guys want to add to some of those? I've got Easton Valley in that department. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a really good team. North Lynn uh, probably as well. Wapsie Valley. Uh, another one that, that lost a close game to Denver. Those are just in class a, um, boy, these are just off kind of top of my head here. Uh, for me, uh, a couple that, uh, you know, West Lyon, I think, uh, will be a team that'll be fine, um, after their loss, but, uh, um, two others, uh, I think Weston Prairie. I think Iowa City West. I I was more impressed with Iowa City West um, than I was disappointed in their loss, if that makes sense at all. I thought they played really well against Kennedy, and I was I thought Kennedy played very well. Um, so I I think West is going to end up being a really good team when it's all said and done. Um, so I think that's a dangerous team that's 0-1. We saw their playmakers in the, the past game. That could cause fits for anybody uh, if they get uh, things kind of solidified up front a little bit. Uh, that could be a really good team. And then Prairie, I, I'm really high on Pleasant Valley. Um, I think, uh, you know, even though it was kind of a one-sided affair in favor of Pleasant Valley, I still think Prairie is going to be fine. Um, I think that's going to be an anomaly on their results, uh, for the course of the season. So, uh, I think those two O and one teams, uh, could make noise down the road. Monticello guys. I mean, I know it's, it's tough. That's a rivalry game against Cascade, but I kind of look at Monticello's schedule too. Yeah. It has to play Beckman here in a couple of weeks, but I think the rest of it is, uh, it's pretty man, <clears throat> excuse me, manageable. Um, so I'm going to throw that them in there too, as maybe a team that has a loss already that will be, will be fine. Uh, you know, kind of moving forward. So <clears throat> sorry folks about this voice thing. I don't know what the deal is, but, uh, uh, apologize for that. Um, anything else anybody wants to talk about? Uh, he also asked, uh, most surprising one win teams, uh, while we're uh, getting that, uh, uh, I, I would say Liberty, uh, considering who they played the first week. I'm surprised by that. Cascade, we mentioned that. Uh, those would probably be the, the big two in our area. Um, Got to give a shout-out shout out to Tri-County. Uh, they uh, uh, didn't even put a team on the field last year and uh, went out and won their opener against Twin Cedars and, and, and did it uh, in a row. Yeah, J.R. Ogden wrote about them um, in the paper the other day. So kind of a neat little story. Uh, Eli Mullinex, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Looks like he's got a chance to be a, a really good quarterback, uh, you know, for the Trojans. Um, so, 
you got one good player, I think you have a chance maybe to 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 be a decent eight man team. Though that's still a game I'm still trying to figure out, to be quite frank with you. So you check out our rankings if you want to. That's online. That was in uh, Tuesday's paper. Uh, this week's uh, class by class rankings will have features kind of leading up to uh, to Friday night's game, and then uh, you know Friday. Friday for Saturday, we've got we'll have a feature in the actual paper to since our deadlines are are what they are. And but the online is where you want to go, and and the Green Gazette will have a ton of uh, games that we're covering and roundups, and we'll let you know everything that that uh, you know goes on Friday night around here in Eastern Iowa, and then we'll kind of wrap it all up, uh, you know, uh, Saturday with our rewind and uh, look forward to I guess what'll be week three already. So. Uh, Guys, thank you. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, tuning in to us, folks. We really appreciate it. Um, we love high school football, as hopefully you can tell. And uh, keep uh, asking those questions. We'll hammer away at some of those next week if we can. Jeff uh, at JT Linder, uh, thank you at KJ Pilcher. KJ, thank you. Um, I'm at JEJE66. If you want to hit me up on Twitter. And as always, for the prep puddle, we will uh, we will let KJ take us out. Keep your head on the swivel. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.